Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire. And how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized. And how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No. Tell you, but rather division. Now, when a household of five will be divided, three against two, two against three. Father will be divided against his son, a son against his father, a mother against her daughter, and a daughter against her mother, a mother in law against her daughter in law, and a daughter in law against her mother in law. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jeremiah is thrown in a cistern. So why do we keep reading this story after all of these years? We all have bullies in our lives. Well, the reason why we want to read it is because Jeremiah is a prophet And every time a prophet has a powerful experience, it usually means that God is giving us a message. So what is God trying to tell us in this story? So let me put it this way. So my friend invited me to Pennsylvania fly fishing to fish some of the waters there that contain the biggest and most beautiful trout in the country, perhaps in the world. Really? Pennsylvania? Don't you think that maybe, maybe the, the, the gin-clean waters of New Zealand or maybe the powerful waters of Alaska uh, contain better and more powerful trout? Now, the reason why my friend is correct <laughs> is because in the middle of Pennsylvania, there's an underground river. And this river is a spring that feeds into all of the rivers and streams in, in Pennsylvania, in central Pennsylvania. And it feeds it with this cold, clean, oxygenated, bug-loving water, and then the fish just gorge themselves. Now, if you go to the Holy Land, see, they don't have this rich resource of an underground river. So what they have to do instead is they have to build cisterns. What they do is they collect all the rainwater during the rainy season so that they have water during the many, many months of the dry season. So let's say, for instance, I'm in the Holy Land, and I want to give my tomatoes a little drink, I want to boil some potatoes for supper, and maybe take a nice bath before bed. So I go to my cistern, and I lower down the bucket, and I look down, and there's no water in my cistern, because my cistern's broke. There are cracks in the wall. So what do you think? The first thing I am going to do that day That's right, I'm going to go in the cistern and I'm going to fix it. Because as my life source, I need water. So now, when they throw Jeremiah in the empty cistern with there's no water in it, he looks and he sees that the water has seeped out because of the cracks. 
The cistern is broken. And that becomes Jeremiah's message to Israel. And he says, Israel, the re- you, your relationship is like the cistern with God. It's broken. Your contract with God is broken. Your covenant is broken. Your commandments are broken. So, fix it! Immediately! Well, maybe broken relationships are not so easy to fix. So my mother has a brother. my uncle. I never met my uncle. I have no idea where he lives. I don't even know what he looks like. He's never sent us a card. Apparently, just after high school, my uncle had an argument with his dad, and he severed the relationships with the family. Now, you would think that after 50 years, the uncle would say, you know something, I may have had a bad day, you know, it's my dad, I was immature back then, maybe I'll give him a phone call, maybe try to patch things up with a nice dinner. 50 years! So I turned to my mother and I said, Mom, I want to meet my uncle. Maybe he'll like me and want to give me Christmas presents. My my mother turned to me and said, Oh, Peter, you don't understand. I will never see my brother again. And I realized at that moment that sometimes the pain is so deep, the hurt is so painful, that you can't fix the relationship when it's broken. I knew this wonderful couple. They got married with my friends, and they got married, and everyone said, this is the marriage from heaven. (laughs) The perfect, perfect match. Well, there were a few arguments. They separated. And I don't think they'll ever get together again. Why is that? Why is it so hard to repair relationships? Well, there are two reasons. First reason is that we are flawed. We are not perfect. We make mistakes. We have a bad day. We get tired. We say the wrong things. Second reason is that we're fragile. We get hurt very, very easily. So with the combination of these two things, sometimes relationships are really hard to fix when they're broken. Now let's go back to Jeremiah with his message. Jeremiah says, fix the relationship with God. And the reason why? Because it's easy to fix the relationship with God. Because God is not flawed. God is not fragile. God is full of compassion. He is slow to anger, rich in kindness, full of mercy. It's easy to fix a relationship with God. So let's review. So we are fragile, we are flawed, and because of them, we have difficulties repairing broken relationships. But if we could just get some of God inside of us, some of his 
slow to anger, rich in kindness. We get some of that mercy and that quick to forgive inside of us. We get his spirit inside of us. Let's be easy. Easy to repair our broken relationships.